0: Hello everybody and welcome back to our public sector benefits and retirement series with Jeff Rediger and uh, my co-host Jay Steinbach. Jay, thanks uh, for joining me again. Welcome back.
1: Thanks Jeff for having me. I'm glad to be here.
0: Okay, so we ended the last session introducing um, the new series and this is dedicated to each of you out there serving the public sector. And uh, the big question we're getting and you are too, Jay, is uh, with everything going on in this world 2020, you, you know, you as a public employee are participating in a 457 or a 403B plan. You may have a 401K, maybe a spouse has a 401K. Um, and as you get to closer to retirement or you're separating from service, the question that comes up ultimately is do you keep it with the uh, qualified plan? The administrator at the state or local level or university, um, whoever your employer is, or do you move it into an IRA? So, uh, that's the topic we're going to cover today. And, um, Jay, you've been in the financial services industry. I know we've talked about this. How many years now?
1: It was, it'll be 33 in November.
0: So you have some tenure. You have some experience with this subject.
1: Just a little bit. (laughs) All right,
0: so let's talk about this. Um, What are, you know, we're going to talk about this at a high level, and then at the end we'll we'll, uh, get Jay's information out to each of you if you'd you'd like a complimentary consultation. But let's talk about this. Essentially, uh, what are the pros and cons? So let's talk about the Qualified Plan 403B, 401K, 457 first. What are the advantages? Of keeping it with the employer um, at retirement. Um,
1: I tell people if if they're just they're comfortable with where it is and who's handling it, you know, they've had it the same, possibly the same provider for years and years. Um, you know, you have to have a comfort level. If you have that comfort level and you can stay with it, um, but I tell people that the disadvantage to that is is that. Your options, as far as investing with a 403B or a 457 are somewhat limited. Um, most of them are either going to offer you annuity or a, a grouping of mutual funds, and that's generally all you're allowed to put in uh, as a funding mechanism for those accounts. Whereas on the outside, if you wanted to roll up your own IRA, I mean, you could do stocks, bonds, ETFs. Uh, you know, the sky's the limit on what you could do with your money. You have more control and you have more options.
0: So then, uh, why would somebody choose the option of a, you know, an IRA over, um, just leave it in a 403B? Let's say I was going to separate. And I have all these options with my 403B, but what are some of the advantages of the IRA?
1: Well, uh, you have control. You, uh, can be dictate to, to, to the provider how you want the money invested. Um, you can always roll it back in. You can roll it into an IRA. You can always put it back into another retirement plan if you choose. We tell most people not to commingle those accounts to keep them separate. Um, I like the diversification. You just get more options. I mean, you can get portfolio management. You can have investment advisors or management companies that may require a million dollars to invest with them to have them manage your money. You can take it down as low as $50,000 if you want to do an IRA. So, we just tell clients that it's just easier. Uh, if you need money, you can take it out. It's a lot easier to get money in and out of an IRA sometimes than it is a qualified plan based on the restrictions of that plan. So that's what we tell people in IRAs uh, flexibility, uh, you have control over it, and you have all the investment options you can think of.
0: The other question we get a lot is uh, Roth. Some of your plans out there, probably most of your plans, you have a Roth option. That the Roth exists. option is,
1: it, it's just simple. It's just after-tax contributions that go into the plan. Uh, you have to make sure there's a couple of hoops you have to jump through. You can't withdraw it before 59 and a half without incurring a penalty. Um, and you have to make sure that you've had at least five years, and then you can take the money out at that point after 59 and a half five years. You can take that money out tax-free. You've already paid the tax on it. And then the earnings that it generated are also then now come out tax-free. You don't see it very often, but occasionally if an employer has a match to a four hundred four hundred and fifty seven or 403B, that money also would come out tax-free to you at uh, retirement as well.
0: So if somebody's out there thinking, I have no idea what I should do, what are the steps that you walk them through initially? So if you have somebody out there saying, I don't even know where to start, and uh, the first uh, virtual consultation, what does that look like uh, for well, your we have it. It's sort
1: of employees. like a discovery phone call or, a uh, you know, get to know each other. I basically will talk to the a potential client, let them know this is the product, the services we provide, this is, you know, how long I've been in the business, where I specialize in, and then I let them tell me what their situation is and where they're at in their course of retirement, thinking about retiring retiring or several years away. And then we make a determination after that phone call whether we would be a fit or not. And a lot of times we are. And then what I do is I, we go through the discovery process and fact-finding. We sit down, schedule an appointment. Now with COVID, it's usually over the phone or via you know Skype or something or uh, Zoom. And mm-hmm. I gather the information that I put together for a retirement analysis for them. That is free of charge. We do not charge for that. Uh, We put that together in a nice uh, portfolio, and then I'll generally either mail it to them or email the, uh, the analysis to them, and then we go back over it and review it, make sure everything's correct. If they want to make any changes in that, then we go back in. It's all saved. I'll go back in and make the changes they require or want to look at. Maybe it's a different retirement age or what it might be, and then send it back out to them, and they have that free of charge. And then once they see this as the products and services that we provide, uh, then we go to the next step where they become a client in some capacity, uh, working with them on their retirement needs down the road.
0: So let's talk about your firm a little bit. I know for, uh, disclosure purposes, um, your affiliation, um, your firm's, uh, broker-dealer. You want to share that with the audience?
1: Yeah, I'm with, uh, UNESCO, which is Ohio National um, that's my broker dealer um, i'm an I'm a registered investment advisor I should say I'm an IAR uh, independent advisor registration. Um, I'm a fiduciary so it means I put my clients' needs before mine um, that's full disclosure right up front. I provide a statement a paperwork that states that um, so that's what we do that's, I've been with them for about ten or fifteen not ten years almost. I started specializing in working with uh, employees of either the federal government, state, local, municipal, and military, anybody that's covered by a pension, which is going to be somebody that works for the government in some capacity. As we know, in the private sector, the pensions have pretty much gone away except for a few carriers or a few industries going forward. Yeah. So that's kind of what we do. That's what I specialize in, working with Gov Resource, Um We've been able to partner over the years. And a lot of tools and resources that I need and my clients need, uh, we have access to them.
0: So, if you want to uh, find out more information on GovResource, as well as Jay's firm, uh, if you'd like a no-cost consultation, you can check us out at uh, publicpensionchecklist.com. Public Pension Checklist dot com and there you will find the 10 must ask questions that each of you as public sector employees need to have answered before you retire you also can get a report card uh, from a third-party economic think tank at a boston college research and economic center that grades your pension it's important to know um just because it looks like it's solvent, it may not be, and you don't want to find that out 15, 20 years down the road. So a third party is always important. And you can also uh, put questions in there that we'll get to Jay, as well as book a meeting. You can also call us um, at 888-545-8840. And uh go to extension 700 and uh, give us a detailed message and uh, we'll get you in contact with Jay. So Jay, how does the um, employee find you directly?
1: Uh, There are several different ways. One of them is my toll free number, which is 1-888-888-8213. Got lots of eights in there. And the other is you can go to my website and request some information or a meeting. It's www jsteinbock.com. That's J-A-Y-S-T-E-I-N-B-O-C-K.com. Uh, either one of those two ways, um, and also obviously through uh, Gov Resource as well.
0: Okay, awesome. So, all right. So next week, um, everybody look for the next episode. We're going to get into uh, maximum pension options for each of you that have been with your employer for a while or even mid-career, and you're wondering, is that pension even going to be around? So we're going to talk about full pension versus survivor options, what the cost of those survivor options are, and what some of those pitfalls could be. So you're going to want to join us for the next episode. And um, go to publicpensionchecklist.com and track us down. We'll get you a Jay, and he'll help you out, 33 years of experience. Thank you, Jay. appreciate it.
1: Thanks, Jeff, for having me. I, had it. I enjoyed it.
0: Okay, we'll be back, and uh, this concludes our session today. Thank you, everybody.
1: This conference will now be recorded.